This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. And welcome to this week's episode of Property Jam, where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And this week, for the first time in quite a while, <laughs> all three of us are here. Yay! Well, just, just the three of us, because we both, we all three made it, made it to the last episode. Yeah, but we had a guest, so it wasn't just us three. So it's just can, I just say, can, can I just say, I've been here the whole time. You two are the slackers. Like, I don't so know you are the linchpin that holds the Property Jam podcast together, Joe. The glue. The glue! Well, <laughs> it means that you probably earned yourself a sick day. Okay, cool. I might fuck off yeah, next week. Just, just not anytime soon, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so quite recently, actually, we, all three of us, were at an event in London uh, for the Property Investor Awards Ceremony. Mm. And... It was, again, the first time that we were in the room together for a long time at the same event. But we all came away kind of feeling the same thing, that the power of being in that room and the benefit of being surrounded by other people who are all at the same level or higher um, or achieving to get to this level uh, was really actually beneficial. Just being there, speaking to people, it's kind of like we were networking at an event rather than being at a networking event. Okay. which made a lot of difference and everyone there was on very similar wavelengths so mm. you could pretty much strike up a conversation with anybody and they would just get it yeah and you didn't have to be nominated for awards you didn't even have to be in the running for an award or submit an application you can just the, turn up well whilst we're on that you don't <laughs> here we go <laughs> you don't have to be nominated for award, but we, yeah, we were nominated for two. You don't have to win an award, and we did actually win one. We did win one. Yay! So let's just let's just just do the. Following. I wish I had. I wish I actually had the award, but it's it went in a box this morning to our new office, wow. which uh, we've just moved into. So it's currently in a box, awaiting the shelf to be built for it. So let's but if talk. anyone, most of our followers now will have seen it on social media, and if you haven't, check it out on Instagram. Because you boys won, and this was under your Scott Baker Properties banner, you won, and you were the first award as well that got announced, and there were only two people in this category, so 50-50 chance, and you absolutely killed it. You won co-living deal of the year. Boom. Mm -hmm. Boom. Boom. And um, we believe that deal may have actually completed whilst we're on air. I just check the bank account. Because we actually sold that COVID deal, and that was part of the uh, the reason that we won because it was such a great uh, deal. Because we we got an amazing offer for it. Um, After press. Oh, it's not in the bank yet. Oh. It's in the bank. I have seen the emails pinging up though, so it's not it's not far away. Definitely <laughs> in the ether. Oh, that's so exciting, boys! Yeah, no. So honestly, like, congratulations! Like, you were obviously representing your various arms that night so the hmo platform um, you were obviously there under the scott um, baker properties banner but you were also there as you know property jam co-host and it was i felt so proud of you like i don't know if you heard me scream i screamed so loud when your names got called i was literally on table seven waving my arms around like an absolute psycho and then like when you came off i just literally ran at both of you like a bull <laughs> 
and took a terrible picture, a really <laughs> fuzzy picture of like a, a shameless Delphi with you leveraging off the back of your success. But it was, yeah, it was well earned. You must feel absolutely thrilled. Very, very chuffed with that, actually. Yeah, very chuffed with it. Yeah, very happy. And I've just seen a couple of emails um, with more opportunities off the back of it, too. So it's uh, well worth you know, if anyone is wondering what's the point of entering an, an award or doing this or doing that uh go back and listen to the episode where we talked about awards um something which we've only done for the first time this year but has been hugely beneficial in in quite a few different ways so uh, yeah i'm very obviously pleased to have won one we won three highly commended awards the hbo awards um didn't win anything at the landlord investor awards but then we came away with uh, the big win on Saturday night. Yeah, and in fact, I'm going to take a photograph right now of all three of us, and I want you to smile because every time I take photographs of us on the podcast, you look like you're, you know, about to end your lives. So, um, okay, here we go. One, two, three. What am I doing with my hand? That was so weird. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, so, but there was something about being in the room, wasn't there? Like it was just, I think, you know, obviously I wasn't up for any awards, but I was there with what felt like genuinely our tribe. And I know that's such a cheesy, probably overused term, but, you know, I was up on uh, the table with the incredible Helen Chorley, um, Amy Rowlandson, uh, the MC of the event inside auctioner, Jay Howard. We just had such an amazing time as, as family, property family talking. And do you know what? It really held up a mirror to other kind of pre-Christmas events that I've, I've had recently where on Friday night I was with my besties from high school and it felt super awkward because we went around the table and they were updating on their lives and I, I kind of got to my life and it was just like this mad sort of roller coaster of I've been doing this in this business and I've had this happening and blah 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 yeah it was it was like one two three four so many things you know the property awards. I, I, I find that when you when you meet up with your non-property people or people who are not in a business yeah. um you know, you have that conversation and say, oh, you ask them what they're up to. And they come and say, I'll be doing this and this. And I say, what have you been up to? And he's like, well. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, and and yeah. they're exhausted after like the five minutes it takes to get run through everything you're doing. And then um, half the time they don't give a shit anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's, it's interesting. very hard to say it without sounding like you're bragging. Yeah, this is it. And exactly. like, you don't want to be that friend that sounds like you're just kind of like, oh, look at my life, look at my life. But genuinely. You are, you are they? But, you, but you're not, are you? Like, it's just that your life is just this. When you are in that space, I think the um, when you when you are self-employed, not just self-employed, when you are in a more solopreneurial or entrepreneurial space, you inevitably are exposed to more stuff to talk about. That's just mm. quite exciting. And so when that's when a mirror's uh, of your friends' lives is held up against that, you do feel like you're bragging, which you're not. But I did not feel like that on Saturday. You know, I was in the room with people who are just doing exactly the same thing and actually make your life look really boring. I was going to hundred percent. Yeah. They've done just like this lady sat on our table who hopefully we're going to be having on the podcast shortly. Okay. Um, who's uh, almost on our 100th property um, and been doing it like three years. So it was just amazing. Quite a lot of rent to rent and a few investments. But again, just to have done that volume of properties in a short period of time was pretty amazing. So yeah. Um, yeah, just meeting some people. Um, and actually, as, as you know, I do suffer from FOMO. And actually, I didn't suffer from FOMO on Saturday because I felt like actually I, I really appreciated other people's success. Mm. So it was, it, and I think that was because you're there, you're speaking to them. It's not like you've got that that facade of social media going, oh, that, that, that you actually meet the people. Yeah. Um, and 
um you, you know sometimes the people aren't your kind of people but a lot of the time they are and you because we're in that room together and i think you get a lot of um you can build quite a lot of rapport quite easily yeah and you with the excitement and the uh, everything that goes around winning an award you can see actually how much it means to some people and um, so they're genuinely so happy to have uh, gotten that achievement yeah, yeah. and so that really shows you their personality really but also it didn't matter because when the nominations were read out <clears throat> you know, everyone in that room was just like, woo, like everyone was like back, like back in their person. But whoever won, the room showed so much love. There wasn't an ounce of like, oh, they was robbed or, you know, they don't deserve it. It was so great. Even like, cause you know, Helen Chorley was presenting, friend of the podcast. Um, She, I was sat at her table when she got up and she walked up to introduce the award ceremony. Um, We, we just showed her so much love. And do you know what she messaged afterwards saying, I was moved when I saw the video of how much love you showed me when I went up on stage. She said, because you just, you really feel supported. And I felt like that whole room on Saturday night with property people was a room of support and love and celebration and championing. It was just so great, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Sexy. You had your shoes were just amazing, Niall. I mean, I was very happy with my shoes. (laughs) They were fabulous absolutely fabulous i was like flexing it in a red dress i could barely breathe in and matt you just look beautiful so a bit I, I, I did have to buy um new new trousers and shirts to fit into them this year the last oh. few months have been uh, a little bit tricky on the old uh, health uh, i i've been uh, growing alongside my uh, my pregnant wife um so it, it is a temporary thing when baby comes out then uh, i will shed the pounds obviously overnight you're uh, sympathy, anyway. in sympathy with lara I'm in exactly. I'm in sympathy with with, with Laura, and um, yeah, hey. But I, as you say, I was quite sniffly, and I'm still quite sniffly now. Sniffly, sniffly, uh, coming off the back of some some infection. But actually, that day, Matt, um, so Niall and I recorded uh, Property Jam together without you, and we felt your absence. But you know, you had said that you probably wouldn't be good in an audio space, but in a room, you should be fine. And I, <laughs> I was so listen to your voice note. I was so nervous that you were just gonna just be so ill and either infect the whole room or just not be well enough to do it. But you, you thank God, you came because you know you won the award. It was so worth it, wasn't it? Oh, definitely. And a gin and tonic, uh, two glasses of champagne and a bottle of wine uh, helps you know, get rid of any any infection. Um, so I would <laughs> to train after about an hour. Uh, oh, I love it. You did. You, were, you cleared the pipes, didn't you? <laughs> it did clear the pipes. I'm kind of contemplating going down and finding another bottle of wine somewhere. Good man. Love it. <laughs> that was great and also can it, how amazing was it actually meeting so many people that we've had on the podcast in mm. the room in person certainly for the first time yeah. for me you you may have met a couple but um yeah so highlights were spot the dave, spot the dave yeah. yes yeah sam yeah. norris sam norris Sorry. yeah finally that was a joke how long that's yeah. been yeah game alone's podcast um terry blackburn actually who we've just had on <clears throat> yeah um yeah, meeting him, although we conversed at the bar. I don't think Eva's remembered what was said. It was <laughs> quite ridiculous. <laughs> you know, actually, when you had him on, you, you said, yeah, we spoke at the bar, and he was like... Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, yeah he looked he vacant. Like, oh, I don't look tired. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't sure. He wasn't. And obviously the lovely Helen was on previously as well, and Amy Rowlandson. And Amy, yeah, totally. Max Rayner <laughs> was in the room from Stuart Properties. Uh, Joanne Meng. 
Oshwan. Who came away with two awards. Yes. Yeah. And Cozy Holmes. Yeah, she's she absolutely killed it, that girl. I'm taller than expected. Didn't expect Sharon to be so tall. Very tall lady. Yeah, so that's the episode um, entitled I See Dead People and I Buy Their Houses. I love that. <laughs> this is one of the funniest episodes. I just yeah. love the fact that she simply because she just rinsed Matt, yeah, from, from like the jump, like she just gave him shit. <laughs> like, does, so even if you don't, even if you don't listen to the full episode through, just listen to the first ten minutes or so. You know, every time I see her, she's she like, likes to just rip the shit out of me. Like we were set, we just ended up sitting on the same table, and uh, she was like, "Come here, camera boy," and um, came out, just like I was taking a photo of her. Uh, another another lady and and Davinda, um, and um, all of a sudden the other guys realised who I was, and then all of a sudden, like I was the the, the key person in the uh, in the in the photo rather than that being Drang's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, yeah, love that it, girl. She's yeah. she's very straight talking, but yeah, I mean, you know, she's a member of the Property Sisters group as well, which me, Helen, and Amy Rowlandson were representing on Saturday night. And she represented two awards. I mean, that back to back as well. So mm-hmm. um, actually, I can't remember what two awards she won. Was it Deal of the Year? No, what was it? She um, won. Um, uh, she was in the same category as us and won the um, over six bedrooms uh, HMO award, which I have to say, um, she uh, credits uh, us with um, helping her get onto that path. Oh. Um, so she came on a, one of our events and she was like, I'd never considered doing uh, planning HMOs. Um, <clears throat> And she said, you guys have made me a shit ton of money, so I need to buy you dinner. So I was like, love her. Mm-hmm. Straight talking. So, yeah, she's cool. She's really, yeah, really cool. She's good fun. She's good fun. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, just, I just think that whole event was just amazing. I just think that being in the room with everybody was just, it was sensational. I think that's the, the kind of the point of what we wanted to talk about today was uh, just grabbing home the fact that getting out of the house rather than having that screen in front of you is uh, so important. Yeah, it really is, because even I wasn't necessarily in top uh, networking form on Saturday, but still made lots of connections, still got to speak to lots of people, um, even just by being there and yeah. bumping into people randomly. Yeah, it's, it's true, isn't it? Cause it, yeah, it was hard to, I was going to say, it was hard to kind of walk through without bumping into somebody that you, you knew or had or knew of. And it's like, oh, yeah, I recognise your, your face. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? As a woman, it's amazing networking in the toilets because when you go in, it's like all the smoke and mirrors of like looking glam just disappear because you're like like sponging a stain off your dress or you're sort of correcting your makeup or you're, you know, doing whatever. And you just get to talk to, to so many people. So some of the best conversations on Saturday night happened in the toilet. And and also when you're like looking at people, you're just, oh my God, you're dressed. Yes. <laughs> you're just like, oh, who are you? How do, oh, you know what, how do you know what goes on in the gents? Like, seriously. <laughs> I have wandered into the gents accidentally on many an evening. And in fact, I nearly did it on, in fact, I did do it on Saturday night because upstairs is the Happy Cat bar and restaurant. And so me and Max Rayner disappeared up there to go and chat to his girlfriend for a bit. And I said, oh, while I'm up here, I'm going to go for a wee. Oh, straight into your urinal. Straight in, like in my red dress. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I, We were doing a bit of a hotel tour in the last last week, finding locations for our events for 2023. And I was there with our, our ops manager. And uh, we were just going to the loo before jumping back in the car to, to jump home. And literally I was walking, following her, and like she was like, "Are you following me into the toilet?" And I was like, 
and I, I looked at the, the images of the men and the women and the difference between the guy and the girl you know the guy is has the straight legs yeah. and the woman yeah. has the, the, the skirts yeah it was so slight I was looking at the girl and I was like I swear that's you know those lines are straight <laughs> But when you compared it to the the gents, it obviously wasn't straight. But if you only had that to choose from, I would have quite happily gone into the ladies. I cannot believe this has come up twice in the space of a week because I was teaching a couple of weeks ago in where was I? No, it was a week. It was a week ago. Where was I? Where was I? Where was I? It was at uh, was I in Bristol. I was in anyway. By the by, same situation. Exactly the same. Demar was it a Marriott hotel by any chance? I'll find out. Hang on. Where was I? I think we was in a Marriott. Anyway, so one of my team, and I'm going to name drop him, SM Residential. Yeah, you know who you are, Mubin. He went into... <laughs> yes, it's the Marriott. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is a Marriott, a Marriott trope. It was a Marriott trope. So the same thing happened to him. He went into the girls' toilets, right? Was a bit confused that there were no urinals, right? And then sort of wandered out as a girl was wandering in, was like, Oh my God, I look like such a creep. <laughs> and so th then he sort of looked at the, the the sign on the mail door. And what someone has done is they've drawn a line. They've actually physically drawn a line down the middle of the, the man skirt to, to, to kind of show a differentiation. Surely Marriott. Come on, Marriott. Yeah, up your game. Change your signage. It's not working. <clears throat> yeah, just have a it, there's no legs. It's just one stick. So there's yeah. no between them. So literally you can't tell. It's just like, like that or like that. Yeah. And so, for, for, for an organisation to get or a hotel chain like that, how many people would have had to have signed that off before it actually got approved? 100%. Well, and the thing is, when you, have lots of, when you have lots of people to sign things off, everyone assumes that someone else is looking at it. So mm. therefore, um, no one actually looks at it. Yeah. So the last got, minute decision. I mean, it, uh, to be fair, unisex toilets seem to be the way the world's going anyway. But still, I mean, when they are gendered, just get, get sort your signage out. Do you know what I mean? Sort it out. Marriott, if you're listening, sort out your toilet signage. It's a joke. Actually, I was at, um, where was I? I stayed in a hotel a few weeks ago and it had a swimming pool and sauna and jacuzzi and everything. And I was, uh, was sat in the sauna, which was facing directly onto the, the, the gents changing room door. And a lady came out of the ladies' changing rooms, walked all the way around the pool, the long way around, and went straight into the gents' changing rooms. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that was on poolside. So she had to leave the ladies' toilets and changing rooms to get into the pool. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? It's, it's very brilliant. Did you ever find out? Never found out because she, she came out again about five minutes later. Um, and walked the walk of shame right the way back and into the ladies. So I don't know if she was comparing notes to see how much better they were or what the differences were or... Maybe she really needed the toilet and the ladies were all uh, engaged. I've done that. But you know what's so annoying is when you're in the queue at, you know, an event or something and the ladies has always got the queue and you can just see the boys. It's just like you're just ducking in and out. Like It's so easy. You know, you point the pistol, it's done, isn't it? I've been known to just jump in and say, sorry, boys, you know, nature calls. I can't wait. Um, yeah, it's got to be done. But I think, I think it, it is uh, perceived more acceptable for a guy, to, for a girl to go into the gents than it is for a guy to go into the ladies. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think there's a, that is just a safety thing. because <coughs> Yeah, of, you know, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's just, a, you know, 
very few women in prison just saying um anyway we don't know where we've gone um so let's bring it back to being in the room with people not the toilets with people the room yes enough toilet talk for now <laughs> yeah I thought it was great on Saturday night and do you know what I just love getting dressed up oh my god how much fun is getting dressed up and just putting your, your finery on and being amongst we've got, uh, I've got two two more events we've got Christmas coming up so we've got um our own party coming up on the 15th and then there's the uh we're going to the white box one coming up uh in a week nice uh so uh, in fact it'll have happened by the time um this one this one's got out mm-hmm. uh so that's going to be good fun i don't think Niles, you're coming to that one are you the white box one no because i'm i'm in ireland that, that weekend oh, yes, you are. i'm going solo which means i'm going to get very drunk and oh, uh network, network the room and going to like, go like to you wouldn't get drunk if I were there. Ah, oh, exactly. <laughs> I'd be I'd be propping Nile up. No, that's not true. Uh, hopefully, I'll have recovered from the uh, the old sniffles and, and uh, be be enjoying myself. Yeah. So there's a few. Anything else going on? Christmas gigs. Uh, I've got loads, but they're they're a mix of like professional speaking, personal mates, and stuff. Isn't so, there one coming up where where we're going out together? Yeah, I think on the third. Are you coming out this Saturday? Um, I think I'm allowed to building one. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's something, there's something, tentatively. There's something going on. I was told, I was told I was allowed to go, but you're uh, allowed to go. It's on the Saturday. I've decided you're allowed to go, even though Lara's probably going to tell me off. It's um, yeah, Saturday. Um, it's but it's it's an early one, babe. So it's twelve thirty or twelve o'clock. No, I won't. Be, I won't be there in the afternoon because it's my. Uh, I've got three things that day. I've got, I've got four five things four things out there i've got the christmas tree festival in the morning i've got my my nephew's birthday party in the uh, lunchtime then we're going to the illuminations um when the gardens lights go down so the earliest i'd probably be there is about nine o'clock oh okay all right well i'll be moved on to a different party but i'm taking most of my property tribe with me to this other party that i'm going to so and it's uh, it's still within the vicinity of the other party so well um, and if I'm coming at nine o'clock, I probably have to leave it at ten o'clock to get the train home. As Perfect. Well. <laughs> Come in for a shot, go into the girls' toilets, and leave. Perfect. You've got a sofa, right? Yeah, I do, I do, but it's full. I've got I've got a, a Kerry and a Craig staying on it, so yeah, we're not together. I mean, or maybe I should. I, I, I mean, I'm more than happy to to bunk up with a Kerry and a Craig. Well, I bunk I bunked up with a Kerry before. You have, yes, um, many a festival, yes. Um, yeah, last year. For Christmas, I had party after party after party, and I think I overdid it. So this year, it's been a lot less crazy, a lot more calm. Nice. Yeah, and mo- mostly because I'm away when they're happening, so I have to be good. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. Niall, I just have a question for you. Did you manage to find your tea towel? <laughs> <laughs> oh I will never forget that night. Oh, listeners, honestly, we went round to Niles mm. and... I don't know what was wrong with us. Well, I do know we were shit faced and um, no, I couldn't find his tea towel while he was cooking us Christmas dinner. And I have to say the source of entertainment from that one loss, it kept us entertained the whole evening. We, <laughs> I, I almost wet myself at the table. It's like, where's your tea towel now? Where's your tea towel? And you were bent double. I remember you bent, being bent double in your kitchen, laughing so hard because you couldn't speak and you was crying. I'd, yeah, I, I don't, I still don't know why it was so funny, but it just I'm was. To, I'm logically trying to think, why the hell were we laughing? <laughs> Where's your tea? I don't think there was any logic to it. There was no logic to it. Literally no logic to it. It was one of the funniest. I don't think I've laughed so hard. That was 2018. Yes, four years ago, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Oh my God, boy. Good times. 
Yeah. But there is something magical a bit about this time of year. So I think anyone listening, you know, like I think it goes back to the, the point that Nar was saying, like when you go to a networking event, because it's veiled as networking, there's just like an inherent sense of like urgency and like awkwardness and just, you know, effort and all the rest of it. When it's just people getting together to as as a common tribe to have mm. a good time, the networking and the business results are a byproduct of those conversations. And that was what Saturday night felt like. You know, we've got podcast guests lined up. You guys have got business leads from it. I had so much fun and I really just, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Yeah, no, I, I did. I did like it actually. It was, it was a nice event and, uh, and we had food. We had a lovely, well, I had to wait a long time for my food, but I had food. Yeah. To, oh yeah. Which, yeah. which is really good with all the wine. Well, I actually saw duck being delivered to your table as I came over to see you. And you're like, no, vegan. Hello. Hello. Duck, ducky, ducky, no, no, no. <laughs> I think everyone was ready for their dessert for the time my main came out. Oh, because... <laughs> I have to say, I, I, I wasn't bowled over by the food. That's really the worst thing of the night for me. Yeah, yeah so... it wasn't It wasn't anything to write home about, to be fair. Also, I hate chocolate orange. The dessert did not make me happy. However, using the chocolate buttons as Helen Chorley's nipples was <laughs> a, a photograph I'll never forget. Yeah, that was great. Mm. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag I, think, dessert. I, I think we have completely diverted for, uh, off on tangent uh, I feel like we probably should bring it back to some kind of sense of uh, property uh, some, something useful or helpful um, to for, for our listeners so if we were to say we could have said, said it in one, in one sentence couldn't we probably. go to uh, events and network don't go to networking events yeah, because yeah, everyone talks about networking. Everyone talks about what events should they go to? Should it be a pin? Should it be a whatever? Um, and I think when you're a little bit further advanced in the property game, um, then those type of events don't really give you a lot of benefit. Um, they're okay for newbies or beginners, really. Um, but <clears throat> if you really want to properly network and meet the people that are actually doing it right now not people that want to do it or are trying to get into it then go to events like that and see what they're doing looking at the awards and the the categories that have been um selected for those award ceremonies really gives you a good steer as to what's working and what people are doing to make it work in that strategy in their industry yeah definitely and it, it can be aspirational for those who actually or next year i'm going to put myself <coughs> forward in that category you yeah know, even even on the side of that. So, you know, I was there with property jam hat on property sister hat on. I was at the property sisters table, but I was also there with my professional speaking hat on, you know, I was talking to people about that element of my business and people were interested mm. in that and working with me because that is an offshoot of what we do, how we communicate in our industry. And so it, it, even if it's like, you're not necessarily there as a property investor, it, if, if what you do outside of property has relevance or connection, bring that element to it you know if it transcends like for example you know sam norris we finally met him he's in the room he doesn't invest in property he's just he's, he's a broker that's his mm. that's his job but you know imagine potential client base he's got there if he's not working with them already it's great exposure yeah. it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant exactly yeah well, we've, we've shocked ourselves into silence because we've, we've just made so, so many relevant points so, <laughs> including toilet etiquette <laughs> marriott sort your toilets out <laughs> well, on that now i think we maybe wrap it up keep it short sharp and sweet for uh tonight's episode and just to remind everyone that coming up shortly there will be a christmas special to oh. watch 
to watch out for. If you haven't experienced the Property Jam Christmas special before, <laughs> then I suggest you go back and listen to the last uh, the last three. We, we're on. This will be our fourth Christmas special uh, to be determined. We're not entirely sure which uh, song we're going to massacre this year, but uh, it shall be a barrel of laughs regardless. Um, so and also, can I just say, we will be doing that on the back of a Christmas party. So we are going to be all kinds of ruined when we record it. So, yeah. Okay. It's going to be awful. It's going to be. It'll terrible. be. It'll be a bit of crack. Oh, I can't wait. Bring it on. Anyway, that's that's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on facebook search property jam podcast or you can follow us on instagram at property jam podcast or you can email us at property jam podcast at outlook.com see, see you on, on the next, next episode, episode.